Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, guys, welcome to the James Teacher YouTube show. I'm joined by my old mate hey. from Black Box. As how are you and how impressed are you that I've managed to click buttons to actually make the tech work on a FPL stream after five years of people doing videos pretty much for me or with me, but me mate, never hosting. Like, literally, we, we've just done the, uh, the Q&A over on Scout and you just sent me a link. I clicked on it and now we're live on your channel. I, yeah. Not in a million years would I have thought you were capable of doing this. So, yeah, well done. Yeah, look, I can bring up people's comments. Oh, Hello, Delia. You. Look uh, at you. Love that. Uh, here from Scouts as Warren. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, look at that. I've got my channel members in. That's a thing that I've managed been, to be able to do. I actually do memberships. <laughs> uh, Brandon and Danny and Ibrahim. Scrolling um, bar. You've got the whole yeah. works. Yeah, ticker. All of that off call. Yeah. Oh, Yelena's in as well. Seamless transition. Thanks, Yelena. <laughs> uh, this could be, mate, this could be off the back of Black Box. You and Yelena go on Yelena's channel and do like a quick QA. Also, your thumbnail is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Thumbnail, thumbnail. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like that is that is genuinely the nicest thumbnail I've ever seen on, on YouTube. So fair play. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I mean, I I can't take credit for the thumbnail, but yeah, <laughs> you, you should, you should. Um, this guy was on the FPL show earlier. How was it, As? What did you? Uh, what the big topics of conversation? I guess were Hoyland and the Coiner. <laughs> well, it was it was really good uh, until I said that my transfer was going to be Hoyland, and I was like, oh, he's a great move if anyone was looking for short term points and all this. And then I literally finished the show, checked my phone, and he's he's injured. <laughs> so other than that, it was good. No, we talked about uh, you know kind of like when we're going to be playing the chips, talked about like Aston Villa mids and, and West Ham mids. Uh, captains this week is interesting. And then, of course, we talked about Huang, who is just everyone is going for this week. It's unbelievable. The bandwagon is is stronger than anyone I think I've seen this season in our circle. I don't know how yes. much how much his, own, his overall ownership is going to be. But no, in our circle, circle, it's it's quite... Mate, the only reason I don't want to buy Huang this week, because I think he's a really good pick, is because I is literally the, feels like the world and their dog are doing it. And that make, it turns me off. That turns some people on it. Is that better? No, I prefer... Turns people on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, people, people like to go towards that. Oh, it's a safety pick. But mm. I do think he's a really good option, which is why I'm going there. But why I guess I was so hot on Bailey at the start of the week was... 
I knew it would be different and I knew everyone mm. was going Huang and I, I wanted to be different. But then I realised, pick the player who gets the most points and I do think Huang gets more points. boring, isn't it? I mean, that's why I really wanted to go for Hoyland because I was like, everyone's making these longer term moves for like Solanke or, or, or going for Huang. But actually that Sheffield United game might not be as easy as they, they think it's going to be. But... Mm. I think Manchester United at home, you know, with the with the front three, the way they were playing against Fulham without Polina, yeah. I just thought there was real potential there. And even if, you know, if Hoyland got two goals and Solanke blanked, even if I take a hit to to move him out, it would still be points in the in the bag. I don't know. I was I was really looking forward to having someone a bit a bit different, but yeah, it was brave that looking at Hoyland. Not brave, it's a really good pick, but just going against Solanke is quite. Brain. Exactly, but yeah. so it was a really cool discussion for you to have on the FPL show, where most that was great, yeah. myself included, will often go in and be bringing in the the more templatey players. Great discussion, and I'm going for Slanky anyway, so <laughs> completely pointless. <laughs> I know the producer must have loved that. Be like, oh, good, you're actually going to go Hoyland, and we can say on air that you're kind of looking at that, and and then yeah, he goes and gets injured. Tom <laughs> Literally was, an hour after Tom was the livid. Show. <laughs> he was absolutely livid. Yeah, because I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go on the the show and say something. Um, you know, that, that I wasn't genuinely planning on, on doing. Yeah. Um, and I think like Harlan captain, a part of me is tempted by Saka. Um, a part of me would be tempted by Huang, but realistically 95% is going to be Haaland. Um, but yeah, Haaland would definitely be the, the move. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you're just joining from Fantasy Football Scout, do like and subscribe because I'm guessing some of you maybe aren't subscribed to the channel. Although looks like in the chat oh no the chat is for subscribers only i've worked that out as well wow um, wow so wondering why you can't ask a question it's because you need to click those buttons um good to see so many in hello team off course there as well off keeps reminding me that you can also check out my uh shows all the stuff on this channel on podcast too which i keep forgetting to promote um, oh, who, set, is... who set you up on on podcast, oh, yeah. Janet? Seem, I seem to remember having a bit of a yeah. Swear that I need my uh, my ten percent. I'm still waiting for that. Ten mm, percent of nothing is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, that's quite quick for me. Um, <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Captaincy, as if you would look, if Arsenal had won in the week and Saka had scored a brace, mm. a lot would be going there. But I think because of the trip and because of the disappointing result and perhaps even performance, does that make Haaland even more sort of attractive? I'll, I'll set up a poll now. I can do them too. Um, but are you, were you like 50, 50 at the start of the week on those two? And now you're more like 70, 30 or give me some splits. No, not really. I think, I think I've all, I don't think the the midweek results affected it at all. Not? Really? Not, not for me. I think Newcastle are statistically the worst defense in the league at the moment. Mm. I'm expecting Arsenal to get three or four goals. In that match, and if anything, you could uh, you, you can build a narrative around either poor performance, going to be knackered, all that, or you can say, well, they're going to be wounded and they're going to want to come out and score a load of goals to kind of make up for it. Um, I mean, I haven't seen the match; I can't really comment on it. Uh, it you know, the, I, you you maybe they underestimated Porto and you know just just couldn't find a way. Um, maybe it's just one of those games, and they're going to come back with a return leg and win that game comfortably because they've been so so good they lately. So yeah. I don't know. Bad at the office. If, if they go to new, if they play against Newcastle. And they don't score in that game. I'd be very, very surprised. Saka will get something in that game, I'm sure. Do you think? What do you think of team um, clean sheet odds in that game? Like or clean sheet likelihood in that game? Because if I was making a defensive transfer this week, it would probably be for um, Saliba. But I could equally just go Saliba next week when we've got way more information and we know about blanks. And I'm like, is it worth the four point hit this week? Because there's still a good chance. I think Newcastle mm. score. I mean, Isak is rumored to be back. Mm. Yeah, I mean. 
I, I don't give Newcastle any chance of a clean sheet whatsoever. Like zero point one percent would be my prediction for that. Arsenal, I mean, you know, it, it's 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 at the it's at the Emirates, so you know, if it was at St James's Park, I'd, I'd expect uh, Newcastle to, to to score in that. But the Emirates, I'd maybe lean towards a, a kind of an Arsenal clean sheet a bit more. But I think New, I think Newcastle will probably find a way to to get one. I think it's going. I think there's, both teams will, will score, but. Arsenal will, will get more 3-1 or something like that, I think. Mm, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Tom uh, mentioned a player oh, that... Oh, no. That, yeah. Uh, I've, so, over 400,000 managers have bought Hoyland in. He is yeah. one of the most transferred in players, if not the most, this game week. So unfortunate because many many that did it may have been doing it from price rises or just because they knew there was no games for, say, United and whoever they were selling or whatever. But it does go to show, and Tom doesn't want to hear this, but always those Friday press conferences can be so, so important, can't they? If you can wait, and sometimes life doesn't let you wait, if you can, or well, price rises don't, but yeah. Well, he hasn't gone up, has he? Not in the last couple of days. I don't think so. And again, go- Jot, there's, there's Jota sellers out there that had to go midweek to Huang, for example, okay. on Wednesday. Yeah. They've got, they had to make that move. But yeah, yeah Huang, how- Tom. Huang, Huang went up last night and, and Jota has been on the cusp of going down. So I can see why you might want to move on that. Hoyland, though, I think went up earlier in the week, mm-hmm. um, if he did at all, and he hasn't gone up since. I mean, 400,000 new owners for Hoyland. Salah's on the fifth most transferred in. Is he? This 250,000 new owners, despite not having a game and yeah. an injury <laughs> in, in this week, uh, you know, which is very surprising. Then you've got the, the you know, Saka, Huang and, and Watkins. So Huang's actually had 200 and 90,000 new owners so it's not just a kind of you know a twitter type uh mm. content bubble there's obviously more people that are, that are going for him for for good reason um but yeah i think you're very very unlucky with hoyland because there was just no sign of it whatsoever he's in the form of his life playing well no hint of an injury after the last game uh either and yeah now out for a few weeks that sucks honestly really bad luck i think i think um Huang was around 2% owned at the start of the game week and now he's six. So yeah, he has. Mm, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't willing to react to that price rise last night, even with Huang. I was like, you just never know if Gary O'Neill could tell us something or we, news could come out of other injuries. So I, I held on that. But yeah. Um, I think particularly around this period where every transfer is so key, like no. the information is worth the point ones and the, and the point twos. Maybe early in the season when you know you've got benches and and that can come in. This week you're making transfers with no bench, most likely. You know, with nine players, with ten. I really do think you need to be keeping. But you know, it's easy to say. I can see why people want to move early. I've done early transfers before and, and had similar yeah. things. So unlucky. Same. I think I I had to. My hand was forced only a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember the mm. combination, but I think I ended up doing two transfers early, like Monday and Tuesday night. Just the exact funds. In terms of team news, guys, there uh, there's been uh, Hoyland's the big news today. We'll just touch on a couple of the others, and then we'll talk a little bit more. Just moving general chat. Uh, Thomas Frank is hoping to have Burmo back. By the way, after the March international, hey. so still waiting a while. But it'll be lovely to have Burmo back as an option. Um, Sheffield United, uh, not much going on there. I'm just recapping from Fantasy Football Scout, who are great for team news. Uh, Deserby revealed this one was good. Well, first he revealed <laughs> that uh, the Matoma might have, might be a doubt, and the CISO's back. But he also that, revealed, one's, that one's not so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also revealed a Stupanan and Anthony Fatty had been around his house for pasta. 
Um, <laughs> and every week on a rotation, two Brighton players get to go to Zerbi's house, which I think is amazing for like man management. Fair play to Zerbi. Um, but Stupinan being the, the topic of conversation this week because he's been dropped by the Zerbi in the last couple of games. So that was an interesting one. And I guess he was specifically asked about Zerb about Stupinan because Stupinan hasn't been in the team. Must have been a pretty awkward dinner, I'd imagine, with him <laughs> with, with him sat around the table. You know, I bet he was like, you know, why aren't you been playing me? And Deserve is like, well, you've been rubbish lately, <laughs> whatever I have done. So you've, you've dropped for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's good in a way because I I have had a theory that their relationship has been a bit fractured, totally. uh, you know, you know, lately. Because to drop a player like a Stupinam where there's no real option at left back other than Lamptey, who's kind of playing out of position, um, at a time when we've been struggling for points, mm. really. I mean, that is a big statement. He's done it before. He's done it with Trossard when he first took over. He dropped him from the team, didn't oh, yeah. think his work rate was right. In the summer, he dropped Steele um, at the start of the season because he didn't like how he responded to a mistake he made um, in the you know in, in the preseason. So he's not afraid to take any player in the team, no matter how important they are, and you know bring them down a few pegs. Um, so it's nice in a way, you know, what can we read into it? Is going around is for pasta? Well, at least the relationship isn't so bad that he won't have him round, you know, round his house. Uh, so that is basically the only thing I can take from from that. I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays at the weekend, personally. I think he will play in the cup. Mm, so minutes off the bench only. I think so. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Could, be, could be wrong. Could be wrong. So hard. He is one of the hardest managers to predict because you just see so much rotation. The good thing with the Zerbi is he is a good press conference manager. He'll often tell you when a player is injured or doubtful. He obviously doesn't name his team, but nice to hear him being a bit more positive about his stupid hand because, yeah, mm. we, we want him around. Well, sometimes he, he literally just says, uh, I think he did it earlier this season. He's like, yeah, tomorrow Ferguson will play up front. You know, he's in terms of he's not like a David Moyes, uh, you know, or uh, or an Eddie Howe. He is very open with with these things. He hasn't. Mm. I don't think, to my knowledge, he's been asked about Stupinan's recent performances or why he hasn't been playing or anything like that. If he did, if he was asked, I think he would give a give an answer for it. Yeah, he has done in the past with, with Steele and, and Trossard. Yeah, maybe there'll be some embargo quotes. You never know. Um, someone says start Taylor or Stupinan. If you've got the luxury of twelve men that could get minutes this week and you can only play one, Taylor should start. Stupinan is more fifty fifty on that. Um, but if a Stupinan does start, he really has got Hall potential in this fixture. So who I, I see Taylor as sort of a two-point best-case scenario. Yeah, I mean, I, I did the predictions for Black Box, and I, I did predict a nil-nil oh. in, in that game for Palace Fair. Burnley. So on that logic, you should play Taylor. I just think if... I, mean, I know it's a risk, but if both start, you would pick a Stupinan all day, every day. Mm. I just would hate it if you play Taylor and then... You know, and then you know you get the team sheets come out, and because they're playing at the same time, and it's Stupin and starting. I think you'll you'll be really regretting it. Um, it's a really tough one. I, I, I personally, I would play Stupin and to try and hit the big hall because I I don't think Taylor's getting any more than six. That's my yeah. absolute best case scenario. Whereas a Stupin and could get much higher, but it's close. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. And mm. again, Ake is another defender that's been point of sort of conversation in oh, recent what weeks. A nightmare. Yeah, I I I got so lucky. I made a prediction on the fantasy show that Akanji could play left back. Oh, I just said it last, wow. like, last week. I'll send you the clip. I, I posted the clip. I had to brag about it because I was like, I literally said, there's so much rotation at 
would you be surprised if out of nowhere a Kanji played left back and Ake was benched? There's a throwaway comment, right? And I also said I thought De Bruyne would start and Alvarez wouldn't play twice, so I didn't get it all. Yeah, right, but just but... yeah, just it's, don't worry about those. It's, it's all about the ones you, you, you got. Right. I clipped the good bit and put it on social. <laughs> well, last time I did that, I said that um, Fatty wouldn't play on the left and he'd probably play as a strike or as a ten. And uh, I had a couple of um, idiots on on Twitter saying I was ridiculous and didn't know yeah, my football did. and all that. And then I remember him lining up at number ten in a match, and I was like. Yeah, yeah I like that. I love it when that happens because you get stick every time it's wrong. So when you are right, you should you should enjoy it as a Absolutely. content creator. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah, but I, I guess my point was with Ake this week, I think you're fine. There's a very good chance he comes back in against his old team. Um, so you definitely don't sell Ake now. Um, yeah, uh, fully agree with Az on the Astupanan thing. Good to know. Uh, Sexy B says, I don't want Huang. I'm a ladies' man. <laughs> love that. Um <laughs> CH is very busy. She's our mod today. Thank you, CH. Yeah, you're right. There are loads of bots today. I noticed that on Chasing Green Arrows earlier. Um, guys, do hit that like button and definitely the subscribe button if you fancy it. Subscribes would be very welcome today. Got a couple of minutes left. Haaland, 74% of captaining on the poll, as mm. That feels like we're going to be... I don't know. This is a, it's a, only 107 votes, but if that percentage is anything to go by, we're looking at a very high EO again this week. Do you reckon? What would be your prediction on effective ownership on Harlem this week? It's probably going to be 150, 160%. Yeah, it I'd is, imagine. It? It, I mean, I, I, I often under, under predict. I think, you know, with the triple captain week, I saw, I'm sure it's going to be like 240. And I think it was like 270 or something, wasn't it? It was absolutely. Yeah, it was so high. Two, 265 or something overall. Really, really, really high. I think it's a shame when there are other good options. You know, sometimes you look at it and you think Harland is overwhelmingly the best captain in, in this week. Like no one even comes close. Whereas I do look at this week and think Saka and, and Huang are, are decent picks, but I just don't think they're as good picks as as Harland. Um, Bournemouth aren't great defensively. Let's be honest. You wouldn't be surprised if City spanked them 4 or 5 nil in, in that game. They've been conceding a lot of goals. I think they'll probably score one. But I think they'll probably concede more. Uh, Harlan's on penalties. He's he's angry because he hasn't been doing very well lately. It wouldn't surprise me if he got two or three in that game. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll be going for him. But I, there are other good options. But he's he's probably the best one. I'm with you there. And that XG figure is encouraging. I know he didn't do well as our triple captain. Like We all wanted way more than a goal. But he did clock something like 2.7 XG. Like when Harden clocks 2.7 XG, that's usually four goals. <laughs> we, we yeah. you know, the chances are coming, um, and that will change in terms of conversion. Um, so yeah, good to know. Will Salah be talked about next week as nuclear atoms? I think. Mm, that's I think. A good I question. Think, I think it, for wild anyone wildcarding next week will probably jump on Salah early. Um, It'll be really interesting if he gets minutes in the cup final, though, because, again, if he's not fit for the cup final and you're wildcarding in 27, you don't get the immediate game against Nottingham Forest, maybe you don't go Salah because then I think it's City, then a blank. So maybe mm. for many, for, for most, it will still be wait till 30-31. In terms of chip strategy, as where do you think you're at? I would say I'm about 50% likely <laughs> to avoid the free hit in 29 and use no chips till 30 or 31. And then the other two options are carry on as I am, but free hit in 29. Maybe that's 30, 40%. And then probably a 20% chance I wildcard on 27 next week. Mm. Um, but I'm still most likely with the original plan, which is put out eight players, but cover main bases um, in 29. But I guess we don't know till we see those fixtures and we'll know more middle of next week. I'm probably going to free hit in 29. 
yeah. you know, I think I think that's where I'm leaning towards. Sounded I mean, like that on Black Box. You and Mark both coming round more to that idea. Yeah, I mean, I look at the moves I'm thinking of making this week, and that's eight Nori and Solanke in. Both aren't going to have a game in in 29. Um, you know, if I was buying like a Tony, maybe I, I might be thinking I'm I'm starting to build my team towards that 29, but mm. I'm not really. Um, you know, I want to get in uh, maybe another Bournemouth player ahead of that 28 double as well. Maybe the goalkeeper. That again is another transfer that doesn't help me with 29. Um, either so it's either going to be a really patched up team of like probably seven or eight players um but actually i think some of the fixtures are, are quite nice i wouldn't mind having triple spurs um against fulham um in that game i wouldn't mind having like uh tony and regulon against burnley mm. i mean that match and maybe flecken in goal as well i think there's you know there's there's not going to be many fixtures but the fixtures actually like villa against west ham i don't yeah. mind having bailey and watkins and maybe moreno as well they're not they're not bad fixtures no. When else are you going to use the free here? We're well, going to be using it in 34 when the doubles look rubbish. So yeah. at the moment, I'm thinking 29 is, is probably the, the play for me. There we go. Yeah, Ofcore's got a similar idea. Uh, 100% free hit in 29 says Rich Hill. Attack the next three game weeks. Yeah, fair. I still think I'm veering towards using it in 34, but I don't yeah. know. Let's see. Let's see. It's so close. In 34, though, you've got no guarantee of a green arrow using a free hit, which is scary. Like you'll be yeah. benching, you you won't have a lot of single game week players that are very good players. And we've seen in the double just gone, single game week as Solanke, Watkins, Saka just got big double digit hauls. Um, if you free hit in 29, you're guaranteeing a green arrow, I think, just from yeah. minute points alone. I mean, um, there we go. Final question from Michael Scott. Virgil van Dijk to Powell, Torres or Saliba. Again, this comes down to, Michael, what percentage chance you think you are going to need that free hit in 29? If you're confident that you're free hit in 29, go Saliba now. If you're not and you want to keep your options maybe a little bit more open than Powell Torres. So it comes down to what your appetite is. Um, what about late tackle as? Is that coming back? Question from Jammer. Uh, I think it is. I think they do. I think Mark and Andy might be doing it tonight. In fact, oh, there you go. So check out the the black box. I don't think anything's been set up, and I haven't seen any activity in the uh, in the WhatsApp WhatsApp group. But I think the plan is for them to do it tonight. So yeah, watch out for it. If they who are makes those screens, Mark or Andy? Uh, who, sets, and, who does the tech? Andy, you're right. <laughs> uh, that'll be all. That'll be all, Mark. Definitely. Uh, there we go. Uh, well, yeah, do tune in for that. And also wanted to plug um, as black box. Everyone knows about it. Um, I would be surprised if there's anyone watching now that's not subscribed. But you also feature on another channel, which perhaps not everyone does know about. Tell us about that, because I think if you've enjoyed today's show, you might enjoy your other sort of less statty show with Yelena. Oh, that's good. I, was, I was wondering where you, where you were going with that. Oh, really? uh, yeah, <laughs> how uh, many yeah, other shows do you do? <laughs> well, I, would I, would you call that a show? Is last, last yeah. stream it was me and her eating chicken nuggets and talking about see, fantasy football. I did see your tweet uh, on that. Yeah, Yellen's Yellen's in the chat. Um, she she obviously has her own, own YouTube channel. She does them. Um, yeah, genuinely, really really good stuff. Um, on there and every Sunday, uh, directly after the games are finished, uh, she and I jump on a stream and cry about how rubbish the game week's been. That seems to be the the general theme. Of it, so yeah, check out Yelena FPL uh, if you're interested in, in watching a bit of that. Love that. Uh, is it Yelena underscore FPL or just Yelena FPL? Yeah, Yelena underscore. That was that was actually a get. All right, Yelena underscore FPL. When we say check it out, we actually mean literally as soon as we say goodbye, just search and click the subscribe button. She should she should be just streaming now, and then we could literally transition like we did from Imagine. Scout to the hit. Just like a, a domino effect. Chain of, of yeah, chain of streams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Six Big Macs. Maybe that's up next. Is it? As what's the challenge? 
Uh, well, I think I think Juice are trying to set me up with the four Big Mac challenge. I don't know if you saw Planet FPL doing four no. Big Macs. James and Such attempting four, four Big Macs each, uh, which was probably genuinely some of the best content I've ever watched on a YouTube stream. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I think Juice are trying to set me up with, with that. Um, I think Yells wants to try, like, I don't know, eight of the McPlants or, or something to yeah. for, like, the vegan uh, side of things. Love that. Uh, I, I couldn't believe I couldn't eat 50 nuggets. I'm genuinely really ashamed of myself. I only managed 40, so I'm really doubting myself now. Mm, there we go ch thank you for sharing yelena's link do you all click on that uh i did this with fpl chai not long ago and genuinely we got loads of subs just for yeah, chai on so always worth doing um <laughs> i think that's what we've got time for i'm going to be back though with a deadline stream i'm not sure what time i'm going to go live tomorrow probably 12 ish uh because yeah it's a 1 30 deadline i'm doing sky in the morning so i yeah maybe 12 keep your eyes peeled i'll set something live tonight um Thank you, Offcore, for subscribing. You really will enjoy those Sunday night um, McDonald's eating streams. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm never doing Sunday. that again. Do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, like and subscribe on the way out. Come back on Sunday. Uh, sorry, not on Sunday. Tomorrow, I will not be streaming Sunday on this channel. Uh, but yeah, see you on the deadline tomorrow. And as good luck this game week. May your Thank arrows you very much. be green. And same to you lot. And I'll see you, Mob, Saturday morning. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.